0: Vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey and more beer. Stand! going on, everybody? Welcome back to the BHB tonight. This is Donnie Dickshot in here. And I gotta tell you, I mean, we're already going into week four. That's pretty crazy. I uh, feel like just time is flying. But This episode has been a little delayed due to the fact of things that went on over the weekend and work and this and that. So getting this out as quick as I can in preparation for week four. Uh, But we are going to do kind of a quicker episode. Um, We won't go through each detail game and go over things from there. We'll just kind of go through the series of who won game one, game two, game three, so on and so forth. Um, Won't be breaking down any stats or anything like that. But... And then, uh, you know, we'll obviously preview week four and give our thoughts about that. And then we'll roll right into the dick shot, money shot, and then we'll go from there. Uh, so sit back, relax, and uh, let's get this thing rolling. This week, this week in the BHB. H-B. All right. So this is this week in the BHB. Well, actually, it'll be last week in the BHB, but you know what I mean so let's just roll right through it here so we had five series that we need to talk about the first one is the empire and the turkeys so the empire winning game one the turkeys won game two the empire winning game three and then the turkeys winning game four so this series was a split and going which we'll get into the standings here in a few minutes but uh you know i'll I'll go on a thing about the turkeys here later on we'll just we'll just kind of breeze through this ordeal. The Empire, you know, looking a little bit better this week, um but like I said they get the they got the turkeys so uh the turkeys are a little down this year. Uh looking at the Cameroons and the rippers, the rippers sweep that series, four games to nothing. Um you know, as we've as we've discussed before, the the Cabo team is is at a rebuilding team? So, uh not surprising to see probably who I think is probably the top team in the league. Um really just taking a taking a beating to them. Uh and then the Man Meets and the and the Manitoba Moose squared off with the Man Meets winning three out of four, which was really interesting. Uh the Moose winning game two, but the Man Meets offense, I'm telling you, is looking really good. Uh but we'll we'll kinda go into that into the next week part on the BHP and just talking about these teams in there. As well. Uh, looking at the Rough Riders and the Aliens, the Aliens also winning the series three games out of four against the Rough Riders, which that was also a surprise, too, um, given the fact that the Rough Riders really started off pretty decent uh, the first few games. So interesting to see them do that. And then the last series of the weekend was the Colombian Kings and the Knights, with the Kings winning three out of four. So uh, the Kings making a strong case against the defending champion, so we'll we'll get into all of that in the preview part of you know next week in the BHP, which is actually going to be today. Uh, so we'll get into all that. Some really good games that happened through there. A lot of close finishes, uh, you know, this week. But um, but let's just move on to the next week in the BHP. Next week in the BHB. All right, so this is next week in the BHB, which will start tonight at 8:30 p.m. Uh this will be week 4, so some really good matchups, but right now let's go through the standings real quick and just discuss. So the Atlanta Rippers with a 2 game lead on everybody in the, in the league. They have a 10 and 2 record. They are 6 and 0 at home four and two on the road they do currently have a eight game winning streak so playing pretty well the international man meets the surprise team so far this season eight and four I mean really when you think about it they're not a surprise because they were able to get so many key veterans on that team and they have a good young core mix as well so this team's on the rise, which is good. You know, we want to see the Man Meets on the rise, right? So uh, they have an 8-4 and four record. And also does the Dallas Rough Riders. They have an 8-4 and four record as well. Um, but I believe they have just a little bit over the Rough Riders that Man Meets do due, due to a run differential. I think that's how this is working. And then the New York Empire with a 7-5 and five record. They have taken over sole custody of fourth place. The Manitoba Moose and the Colombian Kings and the Area Fifty One Aliens, all with a six and six record. You know, the Moose looked really strong in the beginning, and then have kind of faltered these past couple of weeks. Uh, the the Kings, though, have been a surprise with, due to the fact that they have such a rookie offense and all right-handed hitters, which does not help anything at all. Trust me, I'm working on that, but you know anytime you get a specialist in there it just seems like it just goes down the wayside for them. but that's okay you know we're still we're still hanging in there we're six and six you know we we, we're playing better on the road than than back in columbia so that's kind of interesting but uh you know still looking pretty decent better than what i thought they'd be at this point to be honest the miami knights with a four and eight record uh the 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 defending champs man are, are hurting i mean they're just hurting um you know but not as bad as the last two teams but they're but they're hurting you know they they lost some key people you know Daryl Strawberry has been a, a pretty good addition for them but um you know the pitching hasn't really been there i think you know Ricky Kwan has done a pretty good job on the back end of that rotation but uh you know for the most part you know the offense just has not been there at all and you know you can't just leave it all to Eagle Mondavi thinking that's going to help because you're not going to win ball games if you trust Eagle Mondavi as your best hitter but you know, hey, it is what it is. He is the leadoff hitter, but you know, you want to get a good start and that's what they need to do. But like I said, the offense just struggling. And then you get the Kirky Turkeys. Um I don't even know what to say about Kirky. You know, I mean it's it's really kind of a shame that they're performing this bad. They have a negative thirty-one run differential. They're two and four at home, one and five on the road this season. They did win the last game of that series against New York, but and they had a better showing. I mean, they won they split the series in New York. I would have thought the Empire would have won that series, but <clears throat> you know what? It is what it is. And then you have Cabo. I mean, there's really no other way to describe Cabo. Um they're just a rebuild, right? You know, players are wanting out of there supposedly. Um you know, it's just not it's not a good situation. Um you know when when the big man went over there to become the GM, you know, I don't think he realized how much of a challenge this would be. Maybe he did, but at the same time, maybe he did not. Um, you know, you got some players that are quote unquote divas over there that just won out and they think they're better than they are, but they're probably not. I mean they're I think he's got like a <laughs> like a ten ERA probably by now, but um you know having those having those type of players publicly coming out and saying whatever just isn't really a good look for cabo so hopefully the big man can get that you know wrestled up but back to kerky man i mean this team is so stacked and i'm trying to figure out if it's the pitching or if it's the hitting because it seems like both are just struggling right i mean both of them just not not pitching really well not hitting really well and and they got a loaded team right i mean they they got some veterans but it's a loaded team. Maybe maybe the guys that are young are just not good enough yet or or what. I don't know. I mean, maybe this is what happens when Herschel Hershey finally retires. And even though they didn't use him much last year, I don't know. I mean, Barry Cools has got his work cut out for him as a GM over there in Kirky. But it's interesting to see them struggle this much, right? And I don't know if it comes down to, to coaching, if it comes down to the batting order or, or what's going on. But they need to do some sort of shakeup right they need to they need to do some sort of shake up and try to get you know better maybe maybe the rebuild is coming of kirky i don't know um it's gonna be interesting though interesting to see what they do here these next couple weeks i mean they got some tough matchups i think coming up so uh you know we'll we'll dig into that but let's go ahead and get into the schedule right let's go ahead and look at week four in the bhb this is going to be pretty good week I think a really pivotal week for some teams and some really interesting matchups as well so let's dig into this so you have the New York Empire taking on the Atlanta Rippers at home um in New York this is this is going to be a good series you know obviously the Rippers are coming on an eight game winning streak coming into New York um New York is seven to five I mean they're 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 back to where I thought they would be last year right you know because last year I had New York in the playoffs that didn't work out too well and this team is still built, right? You still have Biscuit Basher. You still got Merle McGuire. You still got, you know, Eric Shawn, Fab Freddie. You still got, um, you know, who's the other guy? I'm trying to think. I mean, Brackneyak on the mound. I mean, you you have some good players. Rob Masters was the other one. That's right. So you know you have you have good players, right? And and you still have that power bat. I mean, the all-time home run leader, Biscuit Basher still there um you know this is a good team and coming into atlanta this is going to be a pretty good challenge you know obviously new york has had the man meets cabo and kirky in this first three weeks so the last two weeks have been kind of a an easy ordeal um for new york but now they get a challenge right now they have atlanta coming in the hottest team in the bhb right now and uh you know they just gotta they gotta slow them down pitching wise i mean Prakniak has got to be better you know, Pr- Prakniak, not really better, but Prakniak's got to be, you know, pretty good. Santana has got to be lights out, and Yogi Bár has got to be lights out. So, you know, I think really with Prakniak and Santana, they really need to get off to a good start, right? If you can get a jump on the Rippers, I think you have a pretty good shot of winning the series. Um, but right now, with the way they are, I just, Atlanta's just good, right? Their offense is good. They just got to keep doing what they're doing. Uh, The pitching is there. The offense is there. Everything is is just going perfectly for the Rippers right now. So I can see this being a split, right? I can see New York coming out and maybe taking a couple games, you know, but I think it's going to be a split. So moving on to the next series, we're going to talk about the Columbian Kings and the Dallas Rough Riders. This actually, in my mind, will be a really good series, right? Obviously, um, you know, Columbia has been playing Average ball Let's just call it like it is, right? They, they're playing average ball um, They're 6-6 six and six. They're in the middle of the pack When it comes to ERA And pretty much any standing you can have But what's really been surprising for Columbia Is the offense, right? Because you have f- Really four Rookies in the offense, right? You have Mark Martin You have Buck Weaver You have Layler Oliff And now you have Richard Dragon who was signed just last week. So you have half of your lineup is first-year players. And they're still 6-6. Six six. What's well, been carrying them? The pitching has been carrying them a little bit. The pitching last week was better. You know, Lip Bloopington had a great game. No U had a great game. Donnie Dickshot actually had a pretty good start as well on the back end of that rotation. Um, and Mario Kano, you know, the, just been playing really well so far. The pitching is what's going to have to hold up here against Dallas. I mean, Dallas still has a good offense. They still have good pitching. You know, they're they're one of the better teams in the BHB. So, um, you know, Columbia, if they're gonna, if they're gonna do anything in this series, they're gonna have to come out and uh, and try to jump on them early. Kind of like similar to what New York is gonna have to do against Atlanta. This is what Columbia needs to do to Dallas. They got to jump on them early. With Kano and no you, your two best pitchers, you gotta get wins there. If you can get wins there then you're doing okay. You're doing good. Um, You know, pseudo Nakai coming out of the rotation. He's pitched, he pitched better in the last game. Uh, You know, so hopefully he can continue now that he's tweaked his delivery and tweaked his windup. Um, You know, hopefully he can come out and deliver. I can see that also as a split. Uh, So that'll be an interesting series to watch. The next series is going to be the area 51 aliens against the international man meets, right? So the man meets are a hot team right now. They they are. I mean, let's just call it like it is. You know, Ripper, Rippers are 1A in a row, but the man-meets are her here to play. And International is trying to make their first ever playoff appearance. And, and the Area 51 aliens are a team that they just need to beat, right? I mean, I think that with the way that Area 51 has played, they played better last week. You know, winning that series was was a good series to win especially against dallas um you know they were they were able to pull that victory off winning three games in a row so they're coming in with a with a good win streak going um you know will international be able to top that i don't know we'll see um but i actually in my dick shot money shot i have the international man meets winning the series against the area 51 aliens. And actually, I think it's a sweep. I really do. I think, I think with the way that they're playing, the offense is finally clicking. These guys are, are, are hitting the ball better. Joey Phillips is playing really good this year. I think this is, I think this is a sweep. I think, I think the the pitching for area 51 is not going to be able to contain the offense of, of the man meets. And I think they're going to get slapped around. So there's your dick shot, money shot. The man meets with a sweep over the Area 51 aliens. So moving on to the next one is, is the Battle of the Bottoms, right? And maybe bottom two of the bottom three teams, the Miami Knights traveling to Cabo to take on the Cabo Camarones. And, I mean, I hate to say it, but this is where I think Cabo really needs to step up, right? If it, This is a chance for Cabo to just split a series, right? They've only won two games this year, one against Columbia, the other – I can't even remember who to be honest who it was but I mean it doesn't matter right they've they've lost 10 games so far they're they're not playing well the pitching has just not been there for Cabo West and East cannot just carry this team the whole way right so they're a younger team obviously it's a rebuild but you can see that the rebuild in in Colombia actually is going better than the rebuild in Cabo right and Miami's a team that that didn't really rebuild but they retooled, right? They lost some key pieces, but they got some key pieces. So, you know, getting a guy like Daryl Strawberry, getting a pitcher like Willie Knox, those are those are guys that can that help retool a team, right? And and people knew that Miami probably wouldn't go back to the Bartolo series, but at the same time, this is a team that should be competitive. Um, and, and Cabo just right now is not there, right? They're just not, right? I mean, like I said, they have a pitcher that, that is trying his way, trying his best to get out of a situation. Uh, from what I am hearing, you know, to sort according to sources, it's not really uh, a great locker room to be in because of that guy. Um, so I, I'm not really sure what the deal is over there, you know? Um, but these are all just speculations and people just talking and this and that No, no concrete evidence no nothing like that I'm not I can't see locker room so I don't know but I'm just going off of what other members of the league have told me personally uh, about the situation there in Cabo so hopefully like I said the big man can can get that washed out and get that done but um, but right now as it stands they got to do something because they got to jump start this season somehow because if not it's just going to be suck for first overall pick, basically, right? I mean, that's what you're going to have to do. And, you know, I don't see the big man throwing in a towel this early, but we are also close to halfway through the season. Interesting choice, right? It's going to be an interesting choice. So I can see Miami winning this series. Maybe Cabo sneaks in a win, you know, and if it is, it's probably going to be in game one. But I definitely see Miami winning three out of four or maybe even just taking a sweep on their own, which would help Miami in this situation as well. That means they would move up to 500 um, and be eight and eight if they do complete the sweep. So the the last series that we need to talk about is the Manitoba Moose traveling to Turkey to take on the Turkeys, right? So Manitoba, you know, in that six and six role, they started off really hot, and now they're not, right? They haven't really been playing very well the past couple series. Um, you know, they swept the Knights in, in, in the first series, but then they lost three out of four to the Rough Riders, and they lost three out of four to the, Man- to the Man meets. So this series, they need to pick that back up, right? They need to pick it up because if they don't do it, um, this could turn bad, right? And, and this is an opportunity for the Turkeys on the other side to prove that they can actually win, right? I mean, they've only won three games. Two of those was last week against the turkeys uh, or against the, uh, against the empire. I'm sorry. You know, cause the, the first week, you know, they were swept out by the, by the rough riders. And then, the, then they lost three out of four to the man meets. So this series, I mean, you, they're looking for at least a split, right? If they can split with the moose, then that's a productive week. Um, that's what I think is going to happen. I think that this past week with the with the split of Empire, I think that gave them some confidence going into this week against Manitoba. So, if they can pitch and get that offense going, then I can see this definitely being a split between the moose and the turkeys. So there you have it for week four of the BHB the 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 season or that season, but the week preview. Um, And then we're just going to roll into the outro, um, you know, from this spot. So once again, thank you guys. I know this is a short episode. Really sorry about that, but it is what it is, right? Um, You know, when Darla says, I got to do some stuff around the, around the hut to make sure everything's all good. And then she, you know, needs will barrel of shrimp and everything else and chicken and she wants to be lathered up in, in duck goose grease and or goose grease and all that stuff. Then you just got to do what you got to do. So, um, but I'm going to be really looking forward to this week uh, with the BHB. You know, there's some really good series that we're going to talk about, some really pivotal series for some teams, you know, as well as jockeying for playoff position. Yes, it is not too early to talk about the playoffs. Uh, you know, obviously with a 10-week season, you know, we're we're about halfway through, and we can actually start realistically talking about teams that could be a playoff team. So, um this week is important for teams on the bottom like the Turkeys, like Cabo, like Miami just to even show some relevance. You know, teams like Manitoba and Columbia, you know, looking to to, to try to gain some ground on these better teams. And then looking at teams like like International and, and uh, you know, Dallas and, and you know, they're, they're in the top spots already but they need to be, you know, jockeying for a position, trying to gain some ground on these middle-of-the-road teams because, you know, if these middle-of-the-road teams like Manitoba and Columbia and New York you know if they come out with series victories then all of a sudden hang on a minute you know now we're going to be talking about different teams vying for playoff spots and not the teams we've been talking about so you know really looking forward to this to this week's games Um, hopefully Donnie Dickshot will be on a call this week we'll we'll figure that out down the road but For right now, I do want to thank everybody for coming in. Like I said, sorry for the short episode, but at least wanted to push something out. And uh, we will see you next week. You know, hopefully the episode will release Friday. If anybody wants to come in and and chat BHB Baseball, let me know. You know, I have definitely some room for some interviews. So uh, thank you once again, and we will see you later.